everyone. Welcome back to Sea Red UK, the UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, I'm joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm good, Matt. I'm good. Um, it's got to the point now where sitting out in the car is a bit chilly, so I've had to bring a blanket out with me now. But the good news <laughs> is that means we're getting further into the year, which means we're getting closer to the Bulls basketball coming back. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we're recording on a... A Monday night, which is a, a little bit unusual for us. We tend to do it Tuesdays, but the reason being, Bulls basketball is back, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, tomorrow, oh, obviously the first game is tomorrow, US time. Um, 2.30 tip on Wednesday morning for us. So the reason we're recording tonight is so we can actually chill out and get some sleep tomorrow before the game. <laughs> Because we will be watching it live because we're a little bit strange like that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, this is what we've been building to. And some might say we chose to do the pod or start the pod at a, a random time, but it's given us a chance to... We've had some brilliant guests on, you know, Tim Sinclair, the CHGO boys, and, you know, obviously Gary, our first guest. We had... <laughs> Troy, <laughs> Troy, Clem, uh, recently easy. Uh, apologies if I miss anybody, but appreciate you all for coming on and giving us a stepping stone on getting this going. Really, absolutely, every single one of them brought its own kind of flavour to the to the podcast, and uh, I enjoyed every single one of them. I can't wait to do more with more guests. Yeah, no, obviously it's been a a long off season. I know we've had summer league in the, in there and. You know, but when was the last game? April. So it's six months now, isn't it, without proper Bulls basketball? Yeah. I've got the, I don't I've know got about the DTs. You, but... I've got the shakes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but as I see, when the season's on, I look forward to the off-season, but then we've not really stopped in this off-season, have we? So... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year we, we take a, a summer off. I don't know. We'll see how things go, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, we'll... Um... We'll move on to tonight, and in the past we've started with any latest news, and to be fair, that's going to cover the the bulk of what we talk about to start with. Um, obviously, the most recent news is all media day and training camp sort of snippets and stuff like that. But one thing that did come out over the weekend, and I shared on the socials, and it proves I've been doing it wrong for the last two years coming up is um, the Vucevic to Suns for Aiton trade. Obviously, it's a load of rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a reason why I don't get involved with the rumours. But like I say, I randomly put it out yesterday morning. Um, I'd seen it on a Facebook page and it had all the correct sort of looking links and stuff like that photoshop vooch into a, a son's jersey i think that's what attracted people's attention to it but um partly the the sort of rumor or the headline of it was if deandre ayton continues to be unhappy in phoenix they're going to explore a trade for vucevic and that was the initial sort of post that went out and just went absolutely crazy on our Twitter yesterday, which, like I say, I don't normally do, but 
proves I've been doing it wrong. Maybe I need to start retweeting all these rubbish trade rumours. And but yeah, um, obviously another one's come out today with a full package that there is suggestion, and it's just a lot of rubbish. So I don't know what you make of it, Neil, but. Uh, I, I think you have a fair idea of what I make of it from, uh, from previous <laughs> discussions and tweets and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically we'll take Chris Paul and, and DeAndre Ayton uh, and we'll give them uh, everything but the kitchen sink, really. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm not on for it at all um, and don't believe it for a second. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the only positive I take from it is the fact that Bulls are getting linked in these massive sort of trade rumours. There is that. (laughs) You know, so we're we're getting somewhere, but yeah, a lot of rubbish, so we'll we'll leave it where it is and move on to the rest of tonight's sort of content. Um, We've kind of had content, well, created content to speak about for the last few weeks and now we're ready for the season to get going. I guess it's a bit of a recap of the off-season and a look ahead to tomorrow's game and the forthcoming pre-season games. So, I, mean, I don't really know where to start with a recap because everything's been discussed already, hasn't it? Um, well, it has, yeah. But, I mean, what, what we, we've been through an off-season of disappointment and underwhelming trades and moves and then people kind of coming around and liking it a bit more and kind of getting a bit more used to it. And then, you know, I think people have got a little bit more uh, excited about what might come this year. And then, of course, we had the Lonzo Ball situation, which is an ongoing saga. Yeah, I mean, the last two weeks in particular have been one hell of a roller coaster, aren't they? Yeah. We've gone from not knowing what was going on with Zoe to that he was going to go under the knife then he went under the knife or well he had his little media day thing didn't he where he mm-hmm. said that he can't walk up the stairs and then he went under the knife and it's like they've discovered what the problem was and they think they've got to the bottom of it but yeah which, I mean don't really want to talk about that anymore because we just don't know what's going on no. um, they, the, the turtle kind of poked his head out of the shell for a little while, gave us a little bit of information, and then retracted again. So we're left, <laughs> <laughs> we're left with nothing else for now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if we go back to the draft, obviously we picked up Dale and Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, then on, you know, obviously when the uh, trade window opened, we got or the free agency opened, we got Drummond and Dragic, which, as you just said, people seemed a bit underwhelmed with. I think maybe the more they've seen of both of them, they've come in round that they are actually what we need. Yeah. Still feels like we haven't completely filled the need that we had last year, uh, which was three-point and rim protection. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, None of them seem to offer it in great sort of numbers, but I guess the more... We see coming out of training camp, the more we're seeing that, well, both of them uh, do offer something. <laughs> which Yeah, definitely. Is a start. Which I, mean, I, I, know, think, I think we kind of thought that anyway. Um, you know, we were maybe not high on them, but we certainly could see what they were going to bring and what they were there for. Um, but it's just the fact that, like you say, there was the two 
areas of need that still weren't addressed. But who, who's to say that they won't be addressed before before the, the season is out? Like, yeah, and I mean, you know, I must admit I was a little bit underwhelmed with the the pickups, but then the more I've looked at them. I mean, obviously, we've discussed them on previous episodes anyway, what we think of it and yeah. stuff like that. So we don't want to go over it again. But, you know, we're both pretty excited to see what happens with Dale and Terry. Drummond's fast becoming my guy. Um, <laughs> you know, and I just hope I'm not setting myself up for disappointment. But in my eyes, he's an upgrade on Tristan Thompson and Tony, Tony Bradley. Yeah. And I think Dragic does offer something and he is an upgrade on Matty Legend and <laughs> shout out <laughs> Big <know>. Dave <laughs> <laughs> you know no disrespect to Matty Legend but yeah he's just he had his chance and he didn't take it so it's now time for Goran to step up so I mean obviously the big question still remains to be who's going to be the starter at the at the one yeah, and I mean I've been on the IO train for a long time, but I think I'm now starting to lean towards Crusoe. Um, yeah, then obviously preseason starts tomorrow, and I still don't think we'll, we'll get a, a proper answer from that. To be fair, but um, I mean I've seen something coming out today where they've got IO down as the starter. The probable starter was it? I think that was uh, yeah. the goat that put that out, wasn't it? Yeah, shout yeah. out Will the Thrill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he did say he's just putting out there. It doesn't mean anything. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously we'll look at that a little bit more when we do a dive on the Pelicans. But you know, I mean, I guess the question I've got for you is, what do you actually want to see from this Bulls team this year? Uh, I guess I want to see um, them handle the loss of Zoe better than they did last year, which I think they're in a position to do. And I want to see them fighting like they did in the first half of the season. Granted, they had Zoe and they were healthier, but I just don't want to see it start to fall apart again. I mean, the wheels really came off, as we know. Uh, due to injuries and I think the the lack of belief started to creep in as as it went on. So I just want to see them fighting, believing and just go a little bit further than they did last year. Second round in the playoffs, well, get to the playoffs first. And second round in the playoffs is kind of what I have as the bar. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, a touch on what you just said. It, obviously, last year it wasn't just so that went down, was it? Which no. we've spoke about before. Um, everything just got derailed in that Golden State game, wasn't it? That was that was it. It just seemed to be beginning and the end of our season, mm-hmm. really. Um, even way back in January, um, and up until then, we'd been playing a certain style of basketball that suited so. Yeah, and then when you've got a rookie in Ayo that steps up, he's not at that level. And I mean, as much as he did well, and he, you know, we loved what we saw from him. He just 
maybe one step too far, wasn't it, just to be thrown in and be the starter for him? You know, yeah, he said himself he burnt out. Yeah, you know, he's not used to an 82-game season, is he? No. So, and that's fair enough, and it's not a knock on Ayo in any sort of way, but nobody even expected Ayo to get anywhere near as minutes as he was anyway. So, you know, we was half expecting him to be down with Windy City. Um, mm. So I think the sort of bonus that we've got now is we've got a training camp, we've got pre-season, and even the back end of last season, you know, the playoffs and such like that, we had to learn to play without us all. We've been doing it since January. So yeah, players like Ayo and P. Will, you know, they're going to come in with a new mindset, I guess. And it's only going to be a positive. Do you know what I mean? They know what they have to do now. And yeah, in particular, Ayo, obviously, he knows what he has to do now. And, you know, he's worked towards it. Hopefully Caruso can stay fit because he was another big loss. Obviously a fully fit Zach. Yeah. You know, we're in a better, much better position to deal with the loss of Zor. We've just yeah. got to keep everything crossed that it stays that way. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely. And, and Zach, you know, you mentioned Zach there and Zach needs to, you know, last season it was, it was all about getting the contract extension um, and he played injured and he played very well injured, but he was still playing hurt. Yeah. Uh, both with the thumb and the knee. Um, but he's got his contract now. He's got the big bucks. Um, now he needs to go out there and show the rest of the NBA why he deserves to get it. We know why, but he needs to show everybody else why he deserves to get it. Yeah. And as we've both sort of said before, we want to actually see Damar not take a step back, but not have to be as... Um, zoned in is what he was, I guess. The easy way to put yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. He had, he had to do it last year and he's proved he can do it and we would all like to see him do it again. But if he's going to do it again, we want Zach to be back up that 28-point range and obviously P. Will to step up, Vooch to start in his threes because without all that, we're not going to get anywhere, are we? <laughs> no, no. So. But I do still like the fact that we are being classed as the underdog team still. Um, and I can yeah. understand I understand why. I do understand why. But I like that. I think a lot of the players on this squad play with a chip on their shoulder anyway. Yeah. And the fact that they are being kind of, oh, well, you know, they're, they're barely a play-in team. Look at all the moves that the rest of the NBA have made in the East. Um they may not even qualify for the for the playoffs or the play-ins. That will only go in the favour of most of the players on this team. Yeah. And I like that. I like the fact that they work well as underdogs and that they're being classed as underdogs. Yeah. And I think they're all, well, they come out last year with a chip on the shoulder, didn't they? And I think it's going to be the same Yeah, this time around. I think as much as it might sound a bit daft, they probably want to do it for Zoe as well. I'm sure. So that, you know, they want to not prove that they can do it without him, but when he, when and if he does come back this season, he's not coming in and having to overwork himself, I guess. Absolutely. He can just kind of slot back in and 
just do what he needs to do and take us to that that next level. Yep. Hopefully, you know, if they can get us in a decent level and then Zoe comes in and lifts us again, that's a big big bonus for us. So definitely, it 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 would be like getting another signing coming in at whatever point in the season he rejoins us if he does. Yeah, uh, and and what a signing he would be, you know. But if they can if they can hold their own, if they can you know just kind of keep the head above water or even do better than that without Zoe, then they must all be thinking like if we can manage that, we are just going to take off when Zoe comes back. Yeah, and that could potentially be just at the right time for us if they keep yeah. their head above water. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, what, like, this is where that continuity comes in, isn't it? Yeah. That word we keep hearing. And you can kind of see why they've done it now. You know, we've all been not against it as such, but we've like, oh, you want to see them big changes. But then you can see, we didn't even see this team last year. No. Not to its full. And we're not even seeing it to its full no. this year no. to start with. So, They've got to do, you know, they, they can't go through a load of wholesale changes again yeah. just because Zoe's out injured, you know, because that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help P. Will, you know. He he didn't get a chance to play with his team until the back end of last year, really, did he? Right, and, so, and then it was a piecemeal team anyway. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's probably having to learn how to play with, like, Damar and... Mm-hmm. Even Io to to an extent because it had played well. He had what five games with him at the start of the year, four games, whatever it was. Um, and I don't know how much of an impact Io was having at that time. I can't really remember, but I don't think he was doing too much, was he? Really? No. So stage. if he's going to be the starting point guard, then he's he's got to learn how to play with him, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? And that's where we've got the advantage now with training camp and everything that they are going to learn each other's games and stuff like that so yeah and, I, um, and if you if you remember last year the pre-season because it was a complete overhaul of the roster the bulls went out in the pre-season and took it seriously and it was that was what really started to light the fire for a, a lot of bulls fans and and you know after the last dance and then the bulls came out hot it, it, it just lit this hope in all of us. And I reckon they're going to do something similar again because they haven't played together properly. And this is an opportunity for them to play competitive basketball that doesn't impact their season. Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, just going to some of the comments that have come out or the sort of um, media that's come out today from from training is like... DeRozan is sort of saying that he wants to play as much as he can. You know, he said, um, I just want to play. I play all summer for free. Don't mean nothing to me. Whatever coach feels comfortable with, whatever he thinks, that's what I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it's all talking about how many minutes he's expecting to get in pre-season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Billy come out with something, try and find it. Um, Billy Donovan said he hasn't yet decided how much starters will play in Tuesday's preseason opener versus Pelicans. Said sitting some of the vets in at least one of the four preseason games is possible, but not guaranteed. Now, 
obviously that goes to what you've just said and yeah I mean I'll read one more thing out that I found quite interesting um, from Goran basically bigging up Ayo um, and it's nothing that we haven't heard before I really like Ayo he asks me a lot of questions he has great talent yeah. you know so that chemistry is, and stuff is building you know with the new guys fitting in and like I say it's nothing we've heard about Ayo before he's a sponge you know he wants to mm-hmm. learn and stuff like that Um also, Goran Dragic did say that he's talked, talked talked to coaching staff and he will play tomorrow, probably on limited minutes. Obviously, he's fresh off his Eurobasket campaign, isn't he? So, yeah. Um, but he said it's important that he does play to develop chemistry with his new team. Which is fair. So, none of that really gives any indication as to what we're going to see. And I guess we'll wrap that little bit up there before we do move on to pre-season. Um, you know, we've done our predictions and stuff like that, what we what we want. So pre-season's obviously, well, it's just that, isn't it? It's pre-season. It's warm-up games, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to know our predictions, then listen back over previous episodes. They're on there for you to, to hear. The Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. I think with that we'll we'll move on to pre-season. So obviously uh, the first one is against Pelicans, and for us in the UK it's two thirty a.m. on Wednesday morning. We're not yep. looking forward to it. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to the game. We're just not looking forward to the time yeah. we have to get up. <laughs> um, then after that we've got Nuggets which is a 1am tip on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a more UK-friendly, but ones I hate, 11pm on Sunday. And we finish off next Wednesday morning at 1am against Bucks. Yeah. So that's the pre-season schedule. Um, you know, we're not going to talk any more about the regular season because we're just excited to get pre-season going. Yeah. Yeah, obviously all them statements I've just read out, like I say, we we just we're not gonna know. And I think even what the team we do see on the floor well tomorrow or whenever people are gonna be listening to this now may not be the team we actually see take the start against Heat in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, absolutely. We we may even see a different starter in every game of the preseason. Yeah, and yeah, that's month. Because pre-season is just that, it's a chance for Billy to to work on new players, get, you know, without Lonzo, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. the thing. You know, he probably seen enough in training to know what he wants to do, but it's different doing it in practice than it is against competitive opposition. Yeah. Um, as competitive as pre-season gets. 
So, I mean, we'll look at what our projected starting lineups, or you know, supposedly going to be, um, and then we'll go over what Pelicans are meant to be, or their projected lineups going to be. Now, obviously, the rotations are probably going to come a lot faster and a lot more, and it's probably going to be limited minutes for players like Demar and Zach. You know, just build them up slowly, I guess. Yeah, that, that's that's what I do, but. We know that Billy likes to work in mysterious ways. So, <laughs> we know. We'll probably see Drummond starting at point guard or something. Just yeah, to... who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, our projected starting lineup is well, we don't know who's going to be at the one. Um, obviously, Zach at the two, Demar at three, mm-hmm. Peebles at four, and Vooch as the man in the middle. Yeah. Obviously, that one's still up for grabs and we're probably not going to know that until we face Heat. So if we... I went back over Pelican. I mean, they didn't really make any big off-season acquisitions, did they? Because they did it in the was it trade deadline when they got CJ McCollum. Yeah. That kind of was their, their big moves, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I looked at their lineup in the last... Uh, I think it was game six against the Suns, way back in April... Um, you know, shout out to them for getting that far as well. Yeah, absolutely. Although they uh, only won one more game than us, didn't they? Yeah, they lost. Oh, was it four? Well, they went through the playing, didn't they, as well? So True. they did it the hard way. They um, did. in through the back door. <laughs> obviously, there was without Zion all year, which we could probably get onto in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So at the point, they had CJ McCollum. At the two, they had Herb Jones. Three, Brandon Ingram. Playing the four in that game was Jackson Hayes. And man in the middle, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good starting five when you'd probably take Hayes out and put Williamson into it um, at the four. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't know who's going to be playing point for us, so we don't know who's going to be on well, even if they work it that way defensively, it was going to be on CJ McCullum. That's if they even start this this lineup, same as us. Herb Jones, I like. Him yeah, he's a good player. Very good on D as well, isn't he? Yeah, um, he's a good player. Didn't he get drafted lower than Io as well? Obviously last Did he? year. I know he was quite a low draft pick. I don't even. It might have even been second round. Uh, wow, okay. Check that one out, but. So don't hold me to it, but I know he was quite a low pick. Um, obviously, Bi at the three. Yeah, beast. Yeah, and he's really come into it, and he down yeah. in New Orleans. Tad injury sort of riddled. Mm-hmm. Never seemed to get a consistent run from him. Zion at the four. You'd imagine to get him some minutes. You know, he hasn't played for over a year, has he? No. And then Valentunis at the five, which is just he's solid, isn't he? He's not he is. you know, I think he's very underrated to be fair. And yeah. I think he'll cause Vooch a lot of problems if that's the the matchup. Um I know you've done a bit more of a dive on Pelicans and I have, so I'll throw it over to you. But well yeah. yeah, I mean if I if I was to pick out um a less obvious player to kind of keep an eye on and it's purely because he's a sneaky fecker is 
Um, Jose Alvarado, yeah. He, I mean, he's the kind of player, if he was playing on your team, you'd love him, but because he isn't, you hate him. <laughs> yeah. But that little, and I, I know he caught, he caught us with it last season, where he hides in the corner as you're taking the ball out from under the, under your own basket. Yeah, it was crucial that he caught one, yeah, I think. Yeah, and steals the ball away and off he goes. Yeah, he he's my one to watch out for anyway. Um, obviously, Zion is back leaner and meaner than he has been before. It's It's been quite heavily touted on the socials as well and, and throughout all the NBA um, media that he is toned down and lean lean down than than ever before which is again. quite a scary pros- again which is quite a scary <laughs> prospect um if he can stay healthy uh, and if he can look bothered because a lot of the time <laughs> i find i find that he is an incredible talent but half the time he looks like he'd rather be somewhere else eating burgers eating burgers exactly yeah down mcdonald's having a big mac <laughs> um uh, as I, as we alluded to, Brandon Ingram is he's he's a machine when he's when he's going. I mean, he can hit shots from anywhere. I'm sure you probably saw the highlight of him hitting that last second shot one handed. Yeah, uh, uh, just it was just an incredible. Well, it was fifty percent luck and fifty percent skill, but <laughs> still, you know, he he is he's able and capable from anywhere on the court, really. Um, and he's a, he's a solid well-built guy but he does tend to to get hit by the injury machine and uh, I think CJ McCollum is going to come in with something to prove to feel like you know I was worth taking taking a stab on I'm going to be I'm going to be here and I'm going to I'm going to be solid for you from the point he's obviously a skillful player he's just got his bag as well hasn't he was it over the weekend or last back in the last week they re-signed him yeah yeah I can't remember the exact figures on it like no I can't either um yeah but that, I mean, that's it that, yeah. that's it for the players that I mean you've got Devontae Graham and, and as well he's he's a solid player too Larry Nance Jr backing up Valentunis um or Ingram from the bench and then they've got Garrett Temple as well who's another Temple we are well aware of and, and what he's capable of doing um, in regards to injuries, I got an injury report list as well. The Pelicans are showing um, Ingram and Kira Lewis Jr. as game time decisions. And Going off what we've just said, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they're signing EJ Lydell. Obviously, is out. Um, and for us, don't need to mention the fact that Lonzo's out. Um, but and Justin Lewis is obviously out. Uh, Dalen Terry has actually been listed as a game time decision as well. So is that because he left summer league with the injury? I'd say so. I'd say so. Yeah, and from what we've seen, it's cleared up anyway, hasn't it? Which yeah, which is why they probably just put him down as a game time. I mean, he more yeah. than likely will sit on the bench. I'd say and maybe get a few minutes, depending on how the game's going. Yeah, but then to be fair, we want to see him get his minutes to see what he can do. So we do, and this is a good opportunity for him to build up a few minutes. But I just don't think that he'll get too many in the Pelicans game. I'd say it would be more likely to pull him in for the uh, for the Nuggets and the Raptors games, more than likely, yeah. uh, and maybe sit him out a bit more than for the Bucks, depending on uh, on the lineups there. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and just a quick one on uh, Justin Lewis. I've got to mention it before. 
uh, Will Gottlieb, the goat, put a picture on from practice today of Justin Lewis. Yeah. Well, obviously not working out on the court, but he was on the court. I'd imagine just maybe throwing up a few shots or whatever, but good to see, you know. I'd rather yeah. see him out on the court, but at least Bulls are sticking by him, which is what we wanted. So Exactly. And he's getting to spend some time around the team and get to know the players and things like that too. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, in regards to tomorrow's game then, you know, we've got no idea what the lineups are going to be. It's just all speculation at the minute and mm-hmm. don't know what the rotations are going to, how the rotations are going to work. You know, at the end of the day, we've got, is it four players fighting for that second two-way spot? Yeah. Probably see some heavy minutes from them over players like Demar, maybe, but you'd imagine players like Demar do get not heavy minutes, but, you know, I mean, looking around the the rest of the preseason, the sort of starters have been getting around the sixteen minute marks, aren't they? Sort of thing. Yeah, um, I'd say which, it's going to be maybe even slightly above that. Yeah, I mean, if that's what all our starters get, I suppose it gives Billy a quick look at how the players are running, and essentially, you know, the starter at the at the one. Um, you know, we're not going to take too much from pre-season. Like you said before, we did go 4-0, was it, last year? Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of rolled on into the season and it's kind of what you do want to see. But then at the same time, we don't want to be burnt out by January again and no. picking up injuries. So <laughs> it's it's one of them, you just don't know which way, which, which way to do it best, I guess, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean obviously in our Facebook group we do put out predictions. Um just mainly as a bit of fun and to get people interacting. So obviously I'll put it out to you now. How do you think the game's gonna go? Um I think we take it. Uh I don't think it's gonna be one sided one way or the other. I think it'd be a fairly close game. But um I think I think we'll take it. Yeah, man, for me. I'll I'll go with a Bulls win just because I want to be optimistic to start yeah. with. Um, but it all depends on the lineups and it does. rotations. And, you know, I'm not going to be too disheartened if we don't take it. Um, I'm just happy we've got some basketball to talk about rather yeah. than, you know, <laughs> waffling. So, yeah, trying to pluck stuff we've... out of the ether. Yeah. Well, so. I took a look back at the at the previous two games from last season against New Orleans, and um, we won both games. The first game we won 121 to 85, and the second game we won 128 to 112. Yeah, so we had the number last year. Yeah, but well, that, was, um, that was Zion, and and it was uh, the, the uh, first half of the season. Both the games, I think, were in the first half of the season when we yeah. were on fire. And they probably weren't, and they probably come strong. Yeah, back end to make the playing. So exactly. Yeah, I think with Pelicans are one of them teams, aren't they? Which um, you look at and you go, should be an easy dub. But when you actually break it down and look at it on paper, they're actually a pretty talented roster. Yeah, they are. Um, so is it, you know, there's no there's no gimmies in this in the league anyway, is there? But no. well. Maybe one or two. Um, 
but yeah, I, I quite like the roster they've got. To be fair, um, I think they'd be quite an exciting team to watch. Yeah, it's it's a pretty balanced roster. I mean, they've got strength in every position. Yeah, and obviously the big thing is if Zion decides he yeah. wants to play this year. Yeah, he's the big question mark, isn't he? Yeah, so as we've said, you know, for us here in the UK, it's a 2.30am tip on Wednesday morning. Uh, I think Chicago time, it's 8.30, is it? And it's on TNT, which mm-hmm. is pre-season games, pretty TNT goes back, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we'll wrap up that one there. And like I say, we're, we'll do a bit of a dissect of it on the next recording yeah and look ahead to the rest of pre-season so I think they've they've proved quite popular Um, it was your idea so I'll throw it to you to give out the first uh, as we call them PBWs yes so let's go I'm sure they'll be coming to an end once the season kicks off properly but uh, we'll have a bit more fun with it until until the time runs out so play bench or wave Tony Kukoc, Lonzo Ball, or Kirk Heinrich? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, purely because we've only seen him for 35 games, I'm going to wave Lonzo. I do like him, do like what he brings, but just not seen enough of him. Um, I don't know, the... Obviously, cool coach spent a lot of his time coming off the bench, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for that reason, I'll bench cool coach and I'll start with uh, Captain Kirk. Captain Captain Kirk, and then Tony in his six man position. Yeah, that's how <laughs> they'll probably work best. And Lonzo's sort of yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's the best way to go. Um, yeah. Okay, so you fire one at me then, and we'll go. Yeah, and now these are a bit more recent. Okay. Quite recent. I kind of know what you'll do with one of them, but I actually had them wrote down for a previous episode. So, uh, play bench wave Larry Markinen, Otto Porter Jr., or Wendell Carter Jr.? Hey, okay. Uh, oh, gee. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll give him his props of how he's turned out and I'll play Wendell. That's all I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Uh, Once he's got his glasses, um, (laughs) I'll bench Otto and I'll wave Markinen. Even after his 20-point game for Jazz last night? Just the great disappointment he is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think there'll be too many of them types of games. He's still buzzing off to the Euro basket, I reckon. Yeah, and we'll get a month out of him and then he'll disappear. Yeah, exactly. Fade into the darkness <laughs> as he does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about you? What would you do? Um, I'd probably start Otto Porter Jr. just purely because he's got his ring now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to be positive with Lowry, but it just you just can't, can you? It's so hard, isn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> spent, um, spent a good couple of years trying to be positive about Larry and, and he yeah. just got us nowhere. I mean, we've got a much better 24 now anyway, so... We do, we do. I'll wave Lowry and bench Wendell. Very good. All right. So, yeah, I, just looking to see if I have anything more recent. I really don't. Okay. Um, I'll pull this one out of the bag then. Doug McDermott, Craig Hodges, and Kyle Corver play bench or wave. <laughs> um, who was the first one again? Dougie McDermott. Right. I don't know. <laughs> That's not an acceptable answer, Matt. <laughs> um, say, start Corver just because he's the second greatest three-point shooter of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, bench Hodges and wave. Dougie. Yeah, I'd do the exact same thing um, for the exact same reasons, basically. Um, you've got to give Craig Hodges his dues. He was back-to-back three-point champion. And then Carl Corver is currently listed as the second best, so it's and a given. Bye-bye, Doug. Exactly bye, bye, <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. Exactly what we need right now. Yes, I mean, what have I got here? Uh, play bench wave Kobe White Denzel Valentine and Thomas Saransky. Oh, God. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just because I know you're hanging on by your fingertips on Kobe at the minute. <laughs> I am. I am. I think I would... Uh, I'd have to... I'd have to play Kobe, Bench, Saransky, and Adios Valentine. Yeah, I'd do the exact same. Yeah. Just purely because I think I think Sado doesn't have the same amount of firepower as Kobe can have. Yeah. And I'd keep him around just purely to take out Grayson Allen like he did last year as well. There's that as well. Or we'll always be endeared <laughs> to the hearts of us Bulls fans. <laughs> and the least likely candidate at the time as well. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't with us then. Well, it was he at Pelicans then, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forever that a bull after that, it. though. Yep. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, we leave it at that? Yeah. Um, we'll maybe bring some more out in future episodes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll uh, pass it to you to finish us off. Yeah, okay, well... Uh, as we always do, the player profile, I decided to go with the man that's on every Bulls fan's tongue at the moment, and that's Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Number two, 24 years old, six foot six point guard from UCLA, one and done season there, 2016 to 17. Drafted in 2017, first round, second pick overall by the Los Angeles Lakers. Five years' experience, although if you actually add up how much court time he's got, it's probably only about two years. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's done two years in L.A. from 2017 to 19. 
two years in um, New Orleans um, from 2019 to 21, and obviously last season with us and presently with us in spirit. Um, Bulls averages, 35 games is all he's played. So these are all based on that 13 points per game, 5.4 rebounds per game, 5.1 assists per game, 3.1 three pointers per game. I just I don't normally throw that stat in, but I thought just purely because he's our top three point shooter. Um and that was at an average of point four two three percent, which is incredible. Um and he also averaged one point six steals per game. And obviously we know him by Zoe. Um three point machine uh now that he had his shot corrected prior to coming to Chicago, he really turned his shot into something into a real weapon. Um he has quarterback tendencies with an unbelievable court vision and accurate passing ability as we got to see on full display last season on, on quite a few occasions. Um, but he's not just on the offense. He's a complete two-way player, uh, excellent on ball at the point of attack defender. He is a true point guard, which is what I was singing about him the whole time before we signed him. And um, he's just also unbelievable at closing down the passing lanes and stealing the ball as well. Um, I think my favourite play from last season from him was the the full court pass against Dallas to Levine for the 360 dunk. I mean, he got the highlight play on, on NBA, um, I think it was on NBA action um, that week as well. So obviously we don't need to go into the injury. We have completely covered it. But just to try and bring it back to the, some of the good stuff, Matt, what what have you got to say about Zoe? Yeah, I mean, obviously we've covered him in in length as as everybody has. I've admitted before I was a little bit hesitant about his signing, just purely down to his injury history. Not yeah, which you obviously had a point. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I didn't obviously see this one coming late, but mm. you know, and. For that reason, I was, obviously that's why I was hesitant. But you can't deny how talented a player he is. Yeah. Um, and I find it mad that he's only seen as like the fourth best player, yet he's so important to what we're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you look at obviously the big three are supposedly Zach, Damar, and Vooch. You know, obviously we had that the ball Zach. Last week, didn't <laughs> we? Yeah, Which work when you got Vooch. I suppose he could be the Gooch, maybe. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, we're, you know we're we're going to miss him because he just does everything. He doesn't do anything in sort of massive numbers. Do you know what I mean? He never stands out on the um, box score, but when you do a deeper dive on it he's done everything everything you know he's got the assists he's got you maybe 15 points he's got you a couple of steals blocks and just his presence on the defensive end is I think that's where we're going to miss him more Um, and like you say them sort of breakout passes and his quarterback style passes and the the transition basketball between himself and Zach if you actually go like I mean there's plenty of it on on YouTube or whatever if you go back and, and you you Google his highlight play, uh, highlight plays, or if you check YouTube for his highlight plays with the Bulls, it's just play after play after play of him either knocking down the three-point shot 
or him hoofing the ball up to Zach. And yeah. that's only over 35 games. <laughs> Do you know? That's why we're so upset that he's not playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, he's exciting. He brings a lot of excitement to the way we play. And, yeah. Uh, and I hope he comes back sooner than we all expect. Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, you know, my favourite highlight is the same one that you mentioned. And obviously there yeah. was that, that three-pointer against Brooklyn as well, wasn't there? Um, yes. Another one that stands out. And Yeah. You know, he's a different kind. He's a, I guess, a smarter defender than Caruso, maybe. In yeah. The same way. He's he's not putting his body on the line in the way that Crusoe does just to stop somebody or diving for a loose ball or whatever, but is just as important as what Crusoe is, isn't he? So Yeah. Yeah, we'll miss him and, you know, speedy recovery mainly for, for our own sake. Yeah. Yeah, for for the whole for the whole team because he, he really does take it to the next level. Uh, yeah. I mean I mean, I've got no else to say on him, so no, all good. Yeah, so we'll we'll wrap it up there. Like we say, Bulls basketball is back uh, as of tomorrow. Um, we're not hundred percent sure when we're recording the next episode yet. Um, possibly Wednesday, possibly Thursday. <laughs> um, but we will have a game to talk about, and that's the most important thing. So appreciate. Anybody who's been listening um, and stuck with it, as we've kind of just waffled a little bit tonight, <laughs> we're a little bit too excited that we've got Bulls basketball back and we've lost all sort of train of thought with it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I've been Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK, and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And I've been Neil. Find me on Twitter at Neil C Red UK. Thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the C Red UK podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, C Red, go Bulls. Ah!